Hello and welcome to Behind the Lashes with me, Joanna Lee. In this series, I'm going to be speaking to lash artists from around the globe. I want to know what makes them tick and also how they're surviving C19. This morning, I am back off to speak to the lovely Katie Godfrey to see how kind the last couple of weeks have been to her. Katie, good morning. Hi, how are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Because I, I don't know about you, but I've, I'm detecting something going on in the air of late as I speak to people. There's, a, there's quite a lot of uneasiness out there amongst lash artists and non-lash artists. People are just feeling a little bit overwhelmed. How are you feeling? Um, I must admit, I've had severe anxiety for the last couple of weeks. Um, I've suffered with anxiety anyway, but it's um, it disappeared and I've been getting help for it. And it's been really great. And then all of a sudden it's come back with revengeance. <laughs> and I'm just like, what's happening? Um, so, yeah, it's been a hard couple of weeks. And can you pinpoint why that has come back is it Lola going back to school is it the the sort of dawning of July the 4th getting nearer and nearer what's your main root of your anxiety or is it just a general uh? no I think it's the unknown of everything the no guidance the mm. unknown can we open on the 4th can we not open on the, on the 4th am I doing everything in my power to make sure my team is safe and my clients are safe um the pressure of putting risk assessments in place for the salon um the pressure of making sure that my team are happy to come back um just yeah just everything around it. it's just so up in the air and i'm sure when the fourth comes that week might be really weird but then after that i think we'll just fall into place naturally again mm. but it's just the unknown and we have been off now for so long yeah like the thought of even going back like I mean I'm back working but the hustle and bustle I'm not doing that I'm working in my own time and stuff but yeah I just I just can't imagine it I'm sure everyone's feeling like that yeah it's almost like the uh, the reality is creeping in a bit closer and the nearer it gets the more fearful people become because as you say we don't know what to expect in our normal lives, pre all of this, we'd know how to deal with certain problems. We were very used to dealing with issues day by day because we'd come across those problems, you know, many times before and we knew how to handle it. But with this comes a whole new wave of things that we don't even, we don't even really know what the problems are going to be. All we can do is guess at what the problems are going to be. So we're kind of worrying about problems that we don't even know what they are yet so it's horrible isn't it yeah it is horrible worry is a horrible thing and, and so how are you handling it how are you how are you dealing with it what's helping you um i have loads of ways to help anxiety purely because like i said i have suffered with it in the past i've suffered with it since i was a little girl due to like the bullying days and stuff mm -hmm. So I figured out ways to help, but it doesn't take it away. So I'll do a lot of reading. I'll stick on podcasts, like motivational ones that kind of like helps me loads. Um, especially reading has just been like my ultimate thing when I when I'm going through that. Um, make sure I'm talking to the people that were actually 
give me the right advice and that I can sound off on without them thinking that you're stupid. So for example, my mum or mm-hmm. my boyfriend or there might be a couple of close friends, that type of thing. Um, and then my main thing is therapy. Like I will always have some type of therapy, whether that's life coaching, a counsellor. They'll always, I'll always have someone there. So at the moment I'm doing, um, I guess she's a life coach, but she does like NLP um, she does other forms of therapy and she kind of just mixes it into sessions. So I'll see her normally once a month or so. And um, NLP, is that is it neuro-linguistic processing or something? What does it stand for? It's something like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't really know much about it because I'm just like, just do what you want to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just help me out. Um, but it's about repro- reprogramming your brain that's what it all comes down to is it different language that you use when you're talking to yourself or or how does it work yeah like different ways of talking to yourself it's a lot about like we do a lot of meditation it might be a lot of affirmations a lot about the universe and that type of stuff Mm. Um, and it's just the way you program your mind and most of that does come down to the way you talk to yourself about something Mm. they just have to and you have to do it a lot to reprogram rewire your brain your brain because that we're so used to doing whatever it is that we do or telling ourselves whatever that is that it's just rewiring that really Mm. to completely change your thinking well you're obviously very good at at focusing because when I'm feeling anxious there's no way I could sit down and read a book to help me talk myself off the ledge through my anxiety so you do really well to be able to read if that's like one of your go-to's to settle your anxiety I feel like I have to even if I can't physically sit down and read I will make sure it's on audio Mm. so I will drive to the salon listening to it I will go to bed listening to it um and it just helps me because I just feel like I cannot be I can't have anxiety to the point where I can't physically get out of bed or leave the house because I have a little girl, I have a team, I have the businesses. So if I do that, everything's falling apart. So I physically can't be like that. So that's why I've really tried to make sure that when I have got it, like I'm doing stuff to try and get out of it. Mm. So then it might last a day or two rather than a week or two. Yeah. It is hard, but, um, and I hate it because it completely takes over, over my brain. Like, a lot of people won't even know that I'm I'm in the middle of that, but in my head it's going crazy. Does it affect your sleep? Uh, yeah, massively. So a lot of the time I will fall to fall to sleep with like hypnotherapy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a few recordings of that that like or like I've seen hypnotherapists before that they've done me, and that will help me like fall asleep and stuff. And so do you wake in the middle of the night because that's often a very key sort of flashpoint for anxiety you sort of wake up and that inner dialogue just starts on you yeah or you're dreaming about whatever that is that you're being anxious about or you wake up about it and but normally after a good night's sleep it does help god i sound crazy don't i (laughs) oh you you don't at all and do you know what there are a few gaps in in this um series of episodes because people are struggling at the moment so you're doing really well to stay on top of it because you're definitely not alone with the emotions and feelings that you're having at the moment I mean this is massive this is this is like the probably the biggest thing we've encountered in our lives and the weird thing is that it's happening all over the world 
Yeah, it's just the strangest thing. I mean, even though it's been going on for a, lo a long time now, we've all kind of like got used to our new way of living. When you are, when you do step back and think about it, you think, how is this going across the world? Like, it's just insane. The whole thing, I just can't get my head around it. No, I mean, in a way, it will be good for us to just get out there and start doing a few normal things just so that the fear starts to subside because it is that unknown thing i'm i'm really so bad with change so it took me a while to adjust to this new normal of lockdown and now it's that really uncomfortable place of having to readjust to a whole other set of new normal features and it's like ooh, i just want to get on with it just so that i can be okay or not i just want to know which way it's gonna go yeah definitely so another big thing that's happened to you is little lola has gone back to school how was that you know what it's actually really okay the first day was just i felt like it was her first day starting back at school i was emotional wreck again she wouldn't know but that hug of her going into the, before she goes into the classroom i was like welling up i was like what's wrong with me um because it was just like that unknown and like so many people haven't sent their children back to school mm -hmm. i would say majority most probably haven't of the people i've spoken to really? like, yeah so it's like am i doing the right thing am i not like it was um all over the show but she was a little bit anxious for the first day like going there but she come out buzzing like she oh. just loved it and she's giving me no grief about going it's just for us it's good to have a little bit of normality yeah so she has she had her old teacher or has she had to settle into like with a new teacher and a new group of friends most of them have gone back to the old teacher but i think her teacher's pregnant it hasn't been announced but i'm pretty sure she is so she's got a new teacher so she's got a new teacher and only some of the friends that were from that class because like i said they haven't all gone back um but she's yeah she's fine i mean we were all worried about oh making our kids social distance and it's not mm -hmm. normal for them but they're so resilient like it hasn't even bothered her oh so they have been socially distancing yeah they can't make they're basically like in a bubble so yeah. in that bubble is their their teacher in their class and i think they can kind of not have to worry too much about social distancing even though they're trying but they're not allowed to mix with other bubbles and if someone comes falls ill in that bubble then the whole bubble shuts down for two weeks oh gosh so uh, how many are in the bubble 10 um well it was going to be 15 but there's definitely not 15 in hers i reckon there must be about five or six. Oh really oh god yeah so for me i'm just like i know there's not a lot of kids but she's getting a lot of one-on-one -on -one time and, and she needs that so um it suits me fine so maybe that's good does she have to go in a uniform and do you have to sort of strip her off at the door every day and stick it in the wash and a clean uniform every day um, clean uniform every day but uh, to be honest I'm not that extra when it comes to stuff like that like yeah okay maybe we should but I'm like I just don't want to live my life like that mm. like if, if anyone was ill they would have been sent home everyone's okay there's been a two weeks and no one has had anything in the school so yeah obviously I take the uniform off and she'll we'll have a bath and mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that but i'm not stripping her off at the door and like being really extra about it no well you can drive yourself demented i mean i'm trying to break myself out of the habit of um 
wiping down all of my shopping when it comes in the door I am still detoxing my shopping and oh, it, I remember you saying that when we was doing um something oh, else before. yeah I am extra I am that nut job I'm really trying to release myself from that because I know that it's probably not necessary but once you've started doing something like that that makes you feel safe it's very hard to reverse and do not do the thing that did make you feel safe but it's yeah, hard it is hard and I think if that's what helps you and makes you feel better then carry on doing it there's no there's no there's no problem in that no it just um, is such a waste of time probably yeah but yeah it depends how you feel about it but for me I just feel like I just don't want like obviously like washing hands and stuff like that to me that was normal I don't know mm -hmm. anyone who have done mm -hmm. that anyway like, yeah I am then sneezing in the tissue and putting it in the bin like okay that's normal like there's no change for us but obviously like clean clothes every day that's normal like it's just been that extra precautious like if you have gone outside then we will make sure we wash our hands when we come in and mm -hmm. all of that type of thing but I just I just got this thing like I really don't want it to control me no because that is and dangerous isn't it that doesn't help with anxiety does it no but I'm not I'm not scared of getting COVID mm-hmm like I'm not scared of that because I know I'll be okay and survive. Part of me thinks, well, forget it. At least I'll be immune to it. Exactly. Do you know anyone yet that has had it? Or I am my friend's stepmom, but that's literally it. Mm. It's weird, isn't it? I'm talking to all of you girls, and yet very few people actually know someone that's had it. Because I think, like, I might be really wrong in this. Like, I'm not no scientist or no facts and figures and stuff like this. But people die daily of flu or cancer or anything like that or let's take the flu for example because obviously that's contagious but they don't put the numbers out there so then they put the numbers of coronavirus and it's obviously huge numbers which is really sad but the amount of people living in the world actually isn't that many i don't personally think no i mean i know that the numbers are massively up on this time last year but it's how they're recorded for instance my stepmom's friend sadly lost her 19 year old son and it went on the death certificate coronavirus but actually he was killed because he was knocked off his bicycle by a car wow because he went in and he had covid they had to put it on the death certificate but he was killed by being knocked off his bicycle so there's one death that is recorded as covid that actually isn't what yeah. I do I do know someone who said they knew someone that died of a family member or something and they put it down as COVID and they had to fight to get it off the birth certificate because yeah. like he did not die of that yeah and in fact interesting you say that because I saw someone yesterday and one of her clients her, her dad had gone into hospital 81 he had heart heart problems anyway and they got a call from from the hospital saying he's got coronavirus and they're like well that's not possible he has been shielded for 12 weeks he has seen no one there's no way and that they insisted on a on a test because they did hadn't tested him and they tested him and it came back negative then when he died coronavirus was on the death certificate and they disputed it and said he didn't have coronavirus how do you know because he was tested well maybe he got it the next day it's just like oh uh, it's but do you not think that's really scary like it's yeah. just worrying and that's what i mean it's really sad that people are dying of it and it's awful and my heart goes to every single family that has lost someone 
but most of these people, not all of them, but most are dying, but like because they have underlying health conditions. Um, so it's like, okay, well, then did they die of coronavirus or did they die of cancer or, or I don't know, age. or just old age or because obviously they couldn't fight off the coronavirus. But it's just, it's really hard not what, like what to believe. And I just think that's why I've just stopped watching the news or anything yeah. unless it is. Uh, an announcement that we have to watch for business because otherwise it worries you hell and it's all bollocks <laughs> <laughs> but i don't understand why what motive what motive would they have for inflating the numbers this is what i can't get my head around what is what is going on where they would want to make the numbers bigger than what they are mm. i know lots of people have theories on that and we won't get into it but mm. it, it is when you hear firsthand stories about those two that I heard literally in the last week, you do start to wonder. Yeah, and I, it's, yeah, it's worrying. I wonder if it'll all come out in the wash one day. Most probably. I just think it's really sad that, like, there are people, say, like us, that, like, think it's weird or, like, it might not be 100% true, like, different things and facts and figures, but there are some people that will watch the news daily and consume their life a bit and really believe what is going on in the world because the media has told us so. So mm. they're actually yeah. scared to go out. They're scared mm. to go back to work. They're scared, for, like, to go back to normal. And I just think that's really sad. Yeah. I understand their fear, and but at the same time, it's just hard. It is. And that's what Dion was saying in one of her interviews. She was saying that what breaks her heart and what makes her cry every day is when she goes out and she see, sees the fear in people's faces. People are scared and I don't blame them, but they are like, they're just, they're, they're scared. Mm. I, I, I think it would be, I don't get me wrong. Like, obviously I'm worried. We're going to be going back on the fourth and touching people. So we've been told this whole time to stay inside, not see family, don't hug, don't do this. And then we're going to go back and touch everyone. Mm. Like, where's the sense in that? I know. <laughs> do you think we're being penalised in our business by not being able to go back until then? Because plenty of people like physiotherapists and um, sports massage um, people are able to work and we're not. I don't understand it like I think if everything's in place like we think it should be even though there's no guidance like if we're just generally being like careful and cleaning and everything like that why are dentists allowed to go back and we're not mm. like it, it baffles me when are we going to get this flipping guidance then we can actually feel like we can put things properly in place I'm like holding back uh -huh. on stuff it's so annoying I bet we get like three days notice well, that's why I have put everything in place, but I'm worried about like, is it going to be the fourth? Is it going to be longer? Or is it going to be sooner? Like, mm. I don't want it to be sooner now because I'm like, everything's prepped for the fourth. Everyone's mental state is ready for the fourth. If you now tell us we're allowed to open up on the 15th or 16th of June, we're going to be like, what? Well, I suppose there's no pressure. If you don't want to open to the fourth, you just don't open to the fourth. People aren't going to go somewhere else, are they? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've got the risk of then jumping away, turn away business. So you're just oh. like, it's all a catch 22. And there are plenty of people walking around out there with lovely, fresh sets of lashes. Have you noticed? Oh, don't, don't get me started. <laughs> and nails. I saw, um, obviously, I've got all my stuff done because I'm doing it myself. Thank yeah. God. 
Um, but I saw a status, it was on Facebook, you know, like it's local forums of like your local area. And there was someone in there going, anyone know that can do my brows? And there was people commenting on there going, yeah, I can do them and all of this. Well, I just went crazy. <laughs> crazy. I was like, if you want to catch coronavirus, then crack on. And if the therapist wants a 3,000 plus fine, then yeah. crack well. Like, why would you do that and put people at risk? But you see, they're, they're at no more risk now than they will be on the 4th of July. That's the thing. The they're not. You're behind. Yeah, I do. I do get that. So I do understand why some people are tempted to do the odd person. But I think for me, it's more about us all sticking together. Like yeah. salons and therapists, lash techs, hairdressers. We're in this together. So if we're not allowed to open to the 4th, do that together. Don't open till the 4th. Yeah, it does feel a bit like cheating, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just not fair. Mm. But then obviously then you hear stories where some people haven't been able to get any help at all. So they've got zero income coming in. So how are they meant to feed their kids? Well, yeah. one thing, what are they meant to do? So it's just, it's really hard to know, but hopefully we haven't got long and we can all just go back. Yes, well, fingers crossed. Katie, I know you've got things to do. So what three things have you done today that you can pat yourself on the back for? Um, Half-life workout. Woo! <laughs> um, therapy session, walk in the park, and okay, this is actually going to be a weird, funny one. But obviously, I'm on the healthy eating at the moment, and I'm doing really, really well. And normally, if I'm on the go, I will pick or get something bad. And so, I'm on the go today, so it's been really tempting to just stop off somewhere and get naughty food but i went to mns and got something really really healthy so that's my good thing well done oh katie i've got to get on this health kick honestly i, I it's just gotta happen it's so bad you're doing so well very proud of you and it's been lovely to talk to you and i look forward to speaking to you in the near future definitely thank you take care Nineteen.